Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global Retire. scale. Like, I, that's when I was in Montreal. I saw that. Just I was sitting in a um, like a restaurant, like waiting on Dylan. Yeah, and and I came across that on Twitter, and like like what were you doing? Like I was because I because I was like at some like French parlor, you know, someone's speaking to me in French. Everything's being men, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you doing? Yeah, I was on the golf course actually. Um, Yeah, so we started like we teed off at like twelve thirty on that Friday, and yeah, obviously I had no idea. You know, the rumors, of course, had been swirling just about the investigation and everything. But like, yeah, so I was on the course and wasn't really looking at my phone, was obviously uh, drinking, having a good time, boys trip. But uh, yeah, so I saw my phone after the round and had literally like 10 text messages. Did you hear about Vince? Did you hear about Vince? Vince retired. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? Um, because yeah, like obviously with this, like, it's not that shocking that this happened, but just the timing of it, the fact that he did it on a tweet, just unbelievable. Wow. That was right before SummerSlam. Yeah. And like, I mean, this is literally the biggest news that could ever happen in wrestling and it happened. So, wow. Wow. Wacky. Oh my God. Ready? Let's do it. All right. Welcome to the Brain Buster Boys episode 74. My name is Brett Jagger, along with Bo Montrand. I was glad you used that interior rhyme, but hey. Hey, yeah. What's up? Nothing, man. I uh, so I I got I had a pretty wild trip. Yeah, uh, to Montreal. I need, yeah, I can't wait I to hear about time. it. Yeah, here's about it. Um, yeah, tell us about it. So it was full of like curveballs the entire time. Like, so I, I get on the the plane at good old SDF, mm-hmm. and um, like I sit there, and then then they're like, "This is the captain speaking." Um, you know, we're trying to like coordinate like the landing pattern for all these planes in Charlotte. And so we don't know when we're going to take off. And I have like an hour and 15 minutes to make my connecting flight to Montreal, oh, no. which, which the airport in Montreal is the Trudeau airport sign Y-U-L. So you'll, <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all. that's good. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it's like, it gets to the point where like we finally take off and from my mental calculations, I'm going to like most likely miss the flight. Yeah. And then, so I start like, like the entire one hour to flight to Charlotte is just a big ball of stress for me. And yeah, I'm looking like, okay, what are the other flights? And the other ones just got me there at 2 AM. And I was supposed to get there shortly after lunch to have a full day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, But luckily we did land with about 20 minutes left. Um, And I literally like, I've never ran through an airport. That's yeah, I've I, had to I've had to do it before in a similar situation. Yeah, yeah. So, so I were ran, you book you were booking it? Yeah, at a certain point I picked up my wheelie suitcase and held yeah. it in front of me as if yep. it were armor. That's what you got to do. Yeah, and just like kind of bowled through people. <laughs> and luckily made it in time and then the nice. flight to Montreal wasn't bad. But then when I got there of course I saw Dylan, their good friend and uh <laughs> no, we, no, we had a we had a hoot um a bunch of goofy things kind of kind of happened along the way. My favorite thing um so one uh night I or one day actually I rented a scooter because I was like okay there are these sort of out of reach areas by foot that I want to explore while Dylan's at work yeah so like I set up an appointment and I reserve a scooter at like the Montreal scooter company or whatever French <laughs> so it's not is. like an app like for a bird or a no, line no 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 to... no this is one with like the 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 handles and I had to wear a helmet like this okay was a, this was a road scooter okay okay yeah 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 so um you know this is something that you know went above 20 miles an hour i gotcha and um i go there and there's this you know regular like french guy who's there and of course montreal it's all french i really wasn't expecting that i thought it would be more but it was like so 
heavily French. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a fun experience. Um, but anyways, you know, I check in with the guy. He's, you know, just, you know, normal dude working there. And he's like, all right, go show him how to ride the bike. And then out the door comes this like 10 year old. And this 10 year old is like working at, at the store. And he's like, here's how you like ride the motorcycle. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. how, how do you even know? Yeah. Uh, and um, he's just showing me everything and talking about like, oh yeah, out on the road, you got to do this and do that. I'm like, thanks like, kid. Like, yeah. Like credibility pretty low, but at the very end, um, he uh, tells me, he's like, Hey, listen, if you stop and leave the bike, and then he like took the key and opened up the hatch under the seat. Cause a lot of these things have like trunks, if you will, sure. under the seat, popped it open. There's the battery. Cause it's yeah. electric. And he's like, take the battery with you. If you like leave the bike. And I'm like, <laughs> and I pulled out the battery. It's, you know, about a foot tall, you know, like pretty heavy. And I'm just like, yeah. So anywhere you go, yeah. bring this big old bulky battery yeah, with which, you. which of course i stopped because that was the whole point of this the whole point of it was like oh yeah this is going to be the way for me to get to outer destinations out of reach either on foot or on the subway yeah you know so i was like what like and i and of course i didn't take the battery with me like no, i'm not going to walk around that's like, nonsense lugging a battery like like in a store or on a hiking yeah, trail at a restaurant yeah, yeah a bar yeah. Yeah, not gonna do that. But, What's uh, that battery, dude? Yeah, just like <laughs> plop it down the seat yeah. beside me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is my buddy. His name's Bat. His name is Bat Uri. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know it. Uh, it made me par. It had the side effect of making me paranoid. Uh, the entire time. But uh, so that was I, your favorite part of the trip? No, no, not at all. That's probably my favorite story. That's successful. Okay. What was my favorite part of the trip? Uh, you know, I guess I had never really been in a country where people didn't speak my language. Yeah. Um, and I kind of noticed, like, I guess the phenomenon that I noticed with that was, um, you know, my hotel was downtown and me and Dylan would get out and walk around. And, uh, you know, all the street signs are like Rue, which is, you know, street, I guess, in French. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, French names. Yeah. And then everything on walls are French names. So I noticed um, in my mind, I kind of took me a couple of days to pick up on this, but like, I noticed I stopped paying attention to words, you know, <laughs> like, like if I went, if we went to a restaurant or a bar or, or a store, like I would not remember what it was called if it had a French name. Cause like, I think with my brain, I was just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like all bets are off, you know, like you're not going to retain this. Sorry, French. Yeah. Yeah. But I like was able to remember like, what places look like a lot better. So I could notice like my brain sort of like gathering information in a different way, you know, seeing that words were not as reliable as they were in a English speaking area. Mm. Um, and I guess third, third, third funny story here. So, uh, you know, uh, bonjour. Oh, actually a great way to connect back to circle back, uh, mm. was a uh, bonjour. Hello. Right. You know, bonjour. bonjour. Yeah. yeah. Say we, we, Oh yeah. So I go to, um, their dispensary, which is oh. run by the, the Quebec government. It's uh, called SQDC. There was a bunch of them around and they're all in walking distance. Nice. So I, you know, go up to this SQDC. It was like in the morning. I would go there in the morning just to kind of get different things because I would get something and I'd be like, you know what? I kind of want like this different thing. So then I would go there and get the different, you know, you know, I kind of made it like a not everyday thing, but you know, I think I went there three times, but no, anyway, like, like I go in and I march in and there's a clerk there and she looks really nice. And, and she's like, bonjour. And I go, bonjour. And then she just starts speaking to me in French, like rapid fire. And yeah. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Me, no, no, nothing. Yeah. But no, um, that was fun. I got to meet a lot of Dylan's friends. We went and saw a bizarre light show at the, at, at the Montreal uh, Cathedral de Notre Dame, their version of Notre Dame. Um, okay. Did you know, eat any poutine? Oh, yeah. I ate some poutine. I had some uh, street poutine was the first one. Uh, okay. Montreal had a comedy festival um, that was ongoing for, I think, over a month. Headlined by, like, Kevin Hart, Bill Burr, John Mulaney, Amy Schumer. Damn, like, yeah. So, but, like, it wasn't that weekend. I think it was spread out. Like, we went to, like, a bunch of French comedy shows. Didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> um, That's pretty good. But, yeah, I got street poutine there. And then I got, like, a cheeseburger poutine from mm. a restaurant there. But, uh, no, it's a good city. Um, yeah, know, I've heard it's cool. I've never been. Yeah, it's, I've you know. i been to Toronto. That's kind of the extent and yeah, surrounding yeah. areas. See, I've heard Toronto's sort of like the New York yeah it's huge yeah, yeah it's really big and cosmopolitan uh, montreal was again very very french yeah and um as dylan said the the quebecois you know which is the people there it's you know like francois 
Yeah. Millions OIS. It's like Quebec OIS. Bourgeoisie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Quebecois are very proud of their French heritage. And there's, you know, like every stop sign instead of stop, it's at, at A. And then yeah. uh, my, fa- my favorite thing was, um, you know, like the exit signs and buildings are like by floodlights. Yep. It, instead of exit, it said sortie. Sortie. <laughs> sortie. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that, that never ceased to amuse me, but, uh, well, there you go. But no, it was a, it, it was a really good time and it was a really good experience for me. And, uh, I think, you know, Dylan had fun, obviously. So I know he's coming back in October. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah then, that'll be good. And then, um, you know, my flight got canceled in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Yeah. You told me that. And I got to visit Mario. Um, Greg Goldman's Philly, favorite city. Yeah. Oh Lord. I heard his voice the entire time. Like I when did. I, when I went to go see the Liberty Bell, like I imagined like him and Hoagie there and Hoagie just being like, yeah, Greg, you know, uh, like, let's go check out the Liberty Belt. You know, the, you know, the United States, you know, it's not the best country all the time, but, you know, it's good to know where this it's bell fucking sucks. Yeah, he's like, fuck the Liberty Bell, Hoagie. What's the point of this fucking this? bell? Like, like, look at the back of a $100 bill. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck Philly. Dude, the one thing that Greg Goldman would hate is the process by which you get the original Philly cheesesteak, which, like, I, oh, I'm, yeah. I, Dude, yeah. so so there there are two places where the original Philly cheesesteak is from. Um, Pat's Pats South, and Pat's and Gina's. Yeah, I went to Pat's. Um, ports and, and uh, went to Ports, and uh, <laughs> basically it's like the soup Nazi. There's a, a sign yep. where it's. Like, I've been to both. So, oh, you've been yeah. to both. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Like, and then at the bottom, and then at the bottom um, row, it's like get to, get the fuck to the back of the line, yeah. and fuck it up, and <laughs> oh, I was yeah. just like. <laughs> And so I bungle my way through an order and then I order fries. He's like, order them over there. You know? Yeah. And I'm just like, you have to feel that Greg has been through that. And is a big uh, reason of why he hates Philly. Oh, I bet Greg would hate that experience. And I will say, yeah, like the cheesesteak was, I think I would have got a better cheesesteak from Penn station. Oh, and and I got, and I got it with, you know, I I like the whiz. Yeah, I got it with, with yeah, you know, yeah. I, I got all that. And while I didn't like that, I, I just sort of thought like, you know. Yeah, you got to get it. See, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. actually really liked it. I oh, was surprised. You? But yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the the whiz, See, if I, you will. I, yeah, I like that too. It was just kind of, I don't know, I just thought the food overall in general was not a great quality. But uh, I guess the last thing I did before I saw Mario and left was I ran up the Rocky steps. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Which was How'd cool. that make you feel? Uh you tough. know, I'm I, it, very tough. I saw a lot of I saw a lot of people doing it, so I kind of I didn't run up. I walked up, but uh, but that was the last thing I did. And he walked up. And he walked up, but uh, oh, cool. But that's that. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's Montreal. Sweet. And yeah, Philadelphia. One on one. Philadelphia. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, I was on my golf trip. Great yeah. time. And where, and, and where was that at? Uh, just north of Columbus. Okay. Um, so one of the courses we played like used to be the top public course in Ohio. It's called Virtues. So it's really, I mean, nicest course I've ever played on for sure. Really? But yeah, I stink. I feel like my game's even regressed, but I was on the winning team again. That's Only good. two-time champ of this uh, golf outing. So uh, obviously had a great time though. Good, there you go. good times. But yeah, as you heard in the cold open, I got the news of Vince McMahon retiring while on the course. And uh, yeah. that was a bit nutty and kind of had to process that with people who didn't really care about wrestling. But and, they all uh, knew who Vince was. Right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. They've all I'm seen just like, either that or the meme. or, or Yeah, whatever. and I'm just like, oh, shit, like this is a big deal. And obviously we had 36 holes to play the next day. So I kind of just didn't really think about it too much. But uh yeah, it's uh it's fascinating and I guess our old pal Triple H is uh taking the reins of I guess creative and talent and then I think Stephanie and good old Nick Khan are co-CEOs. So yeah. uh but uh Bruce is Bruce Yeah, Bruce is still on and as is Kevin Dunn who is like the longtime director who no one likes and he's kind of a scumbag. I feel like was- nobody likes any of these guys. Like yeah. everyone rips on Bruce, everyone rips on <laughs> yeah. Nick Khan, you know. Well, yeah. everyone kind of assumed that Bruce and Nick Khan would go, you know, yeah. after this, but I guess we'll see. Um or not Bruce and Nick Khan, I meant Bruce and Kevin Dunn. Gotcha. Nick Khan is obviously there. Um, yeah. I guess he's more the business end at this mm-hmm. point. And but, Triple uh, H handles sort of the booking and the right. Like the, the TV. Screen. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm happy about that. Obviously, when he ran NXT, it was awesome. So, yeah. I mean, I think this is what 
for me personally, and a lot of fans have kind of been waiting for, hoping for, of just like, what will WWE look like post Vince McMahon? Yeah, I mean, um, it's going to be fascinating. It is. I mean, like that's pretty much like Stan Lee is is left the building, you know. Like yeah. the wrestling. Stan I mean, Lee I'm and... obviously you know how I've been with WWE shit the last four years, yeah. I guess, because SummerSlam 18 was when I kind of walked away full time. Mm-hmm. So like I've only kind of been you know peering in and out here and there, but I'm certainly a lot more interested now than yeah. I have been at any point in the last four years. I'm not gonna start watching 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 Raw every week, but you know, I'll probably pay a little more attention and may start watching a little more here and there. But uh yeah it's crazy. That's it is, for it, sure. It is like a like a, a sea change seismic shift. Big time in the yeah, rest and of I the mean, world. You st- I still see articles and shit of like people saying, oh, there's no way Vince is actually retired and he's still probably pulling the strings. Like, I mean, who really knows? Or if he's going to come back like in kayfabe, it's going to yeah. be like, oh, you know. It would be funny if they brought Vince McMahon, the character, back. <laughs> and like, yeah. if he really has nothing to do with like the creative and the writing and the booking and you just bring Vince, the heel Mr. McMahon character just to yeah. be a prick and reign terror i mean there's no way that's gonna happen well, i think the whole point of this is keeping him away from the spotlight right right long. and i think whenever it happens like officially there's gonna be pageantry you know like i think you know especially with him retiring i guess you know with the scandals and the controversy you know yeah. they wouldn't like trot him out at SummerSlam and do a big thing but eventually yeah. that's gonna happen you would eventually, think yeah eventually I mean, wwe is gonna give him like it a may big be a while off. you know it may maybe like next maybe Re- hall of fame induction wrestlemania, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah that's what same. i thought yeah well, I when's mean, 40 I, is 40 this year or is this 39 39 I, yes, I know 40 speaking of greg goldman that's in philadelphia oh okay then this is 40 yeah because they announced the next one yeah for, yeah for so, philly so. so 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 i imagine you know like that would make sense yeah, yeah yeah but it's enough time that's i think now it's just like they need him just to distance himself from everything is yeah. what i think is probably happening but yeah, it'd be very hard to believe that his send-off is one tweet and that's that. Oh I no, mean, yeah. I'm sure like eventually it'll I mean it's his company. You know, yeah, eventually it'll be it'll be something. So. Yeah, I mean scumbag that he is, obviously everyone knew that, but the man created an empire and uh he's the most influential person in wrestling. Yeah, know, shit, easily. one of the most in the world over the last yeah. several years. I mean shit, yeah. but uh yeah, see events. Time, your time has uh, long passed, so uh, yeah. we'll see you in hell, bud. Yeah. <laughs> and, with, and with that, um, we each watched a little bit of SummerSlam. Uh, I frankly, like, I was actually home last night and could have watched live, but didn't. Was watching, mm-hmm. catching up on some G1. Lee and I watched Donnie Darko because he, oh, yeah. he'd never seen it before. Really? Did Lee like it? He did like it. Um, great film. Hadn't yeah. seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, wasn't really interested in the card. Um, obviously, Reigns Lesnar for the 50th time didn't really exactly get me excited. Riddle and Rollins got called off. But, you know, I'd heard and, you know, seen the social media buzz that it was a pretty good show. So we're like, yeah, let's watch a few matches. Yeah, from, so, from what I watched, it was good. Yeah, so we wa- we each watched uh, the opener, Becky and Bianca, and then The Miz and Logan Paul, and then the main event of Brock Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns. And I'm at least aware of whatever other shit that happened and may go back and watch some. But those were definitely the three matches that I was most intrigued by. Yes. And uh, let's kick it off. We're in Nashville, Tennessee, the home of country music. See, that's what I thought. Like, 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 like WWE was truly country music because yes. they had the notes and stuff. Yep, and like the intro was like kind of a country song, so that kind of geeked me out a little yep. bit for sure. And of course, in the wake of Vince, so still country music there. Um, but yeah, it opened with a rematch of not only last year's SummerSlam but this year's WrestleMania. And that is Bianca Belair successfully defending her Raw Women's Championship against a big-time Bex, Becky Lynch. Uh, Really good match. I didn't think it was quite as good as their WrestleMania match, but Mm. I think it was a lot short. It was like 15 minutes. Really enjoyed this. I thought the ending was awesome. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, again, I'm not someone who watches this every week, but man, every time I've seen Bianca Belair, she's just fucking impressive. Oh, yeah. Well, Obviously, Becky Lynch is awesome, but well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And this, like, it was like hard, like, it was hard hitting. It was concussive. It was powerful. And like, it goes to show, like, gotta hate shit. Not the eight. Like, I feel like that's been our middle C. I, dude, middle C. I was, but, but, but I remember watching this thing, and this is so far superior to what AEW does with women. That is exactly how yeah. I felt, too. And same at Wrestle. It's like, you know, the Brit Thunder Rosa match from last year, that really good one that yeah, I don't yeah, think the, you the saw. bloody one, the bloodbath. Um, yeah. Like, that's one of the best women's matches I've ever seen for sure. But yeah, as we know, the consistency's not there. Mm-hmm. Thunder Rosa's champions just not been what I think we all wanted. Yeah. And well, yeah, like, kind of a lot like Hangman, you know, kind of a little bit. Sort of yeah. A, but at least Hangman was having great matches, mm-hmm. you know, like her matches have even just been a little blah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, made me wish the AEW women's division was this good. I mean, they have, there's talent there. Like if you use Chris Statlander, anyway, we're talking about WWE right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, this ruled. Um, loved the ending where um, she, or right before the end when like they were on the apron and, Bianca was able to like catch her and like grab her and do her KOD out on the floor. Like that was a really nice counter. And then they're in the ring and uh, she does the, the Spanish fly after like Becky grabs her hair and then she hits a massive KOD. The announcers kept even saying like how emphatic it was. And it was for the one, two, three, but uh, yeah, great shit. You got anything else to add? That particular, I mean, the I guess the post match stuff is, yeah, is, yeah. is is interesting. Definitely you know, noteworthy. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, I thought it was like, um, you know, both of these two seem like they're on top of their game, and you know, like they, you know, they're the real deal. And uh, again, it was exciting. It was, you know, um, great way like, to like, open the show. Oh yeah, yeah, like powerful and concussive, like that you wouldn't expect, like maybe a women's match, you know, something that 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 like just had like. You know, like men's matches, you'll have well, unless like you're watching, bombs and slams. Unless you're watching stardom, then I mean, they, they get pretty wild over there for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but this the, was uh, pretty, yeah. pretty intense for sure. And uh, yeah, I guess um, to the post match stuff. Uh, yeah. So Bailey, who yeah. you don't really, you only really oh, know her from for, last year's WrestleMania, but oh, like, yeah. And, not and, as a, re- you have never seen her wrestle though. No, have no, you? I know her as sort of a, a personality. I kind guess. of like she was like the annoying heel kind of last year's yeah. WrestleMania, but she's really good. She was like a baby face forever and mm-hmm. obviously is now a heel. But yeah, she's back for first time in well over a year, looking good in that all white. And she brings out, Dakota Kai, who was one of the women who was released. So that's a whole other storyline is are some released wrestlers going to be coming back that, you know, maybe Triple H wanted to keep, but Vince didn't. So there's one. And then obviously Io Shirai, who I guess is going by Io Sky now, which is kind of lame. But she's amazing. Obviously, we saw her a little bit when we covered NXT last year, but so she's, I think you probably, when I wrote that article about stardom, like she's one of the most decorated women stardoms ever had. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously had success in NXT, but she's, this will be her main roster debut. I think, Yeah, I think so. That should be good. Um, And yeah, a lot of talent there kind of staring each other down. Yeah. And we have, I guess, a Becky Lynch face turn as well because she shook hands and then she kind of came to the aid of yes. Bianca. So, uh, yeah, good stuff and, and some, uh, like good setup for like a big long for you sure. Know, view maybe that's probably going to go until yeah, maybe like, some tag team stuff first, and that yeah, you could clearly just spin some singles matches out of all this. So yeah, and then just build it. What's the next ba- Survivor Survivor Series? The next big ba- that's the next interview. big one. That's in November. Honestly, I don't even know what. They probably have some over the next couple of months, but sure. I, don't, I don't even know what they are. Yeah. But yeah, fun stuff. And uh, we go right into our second match, which we've seen Logan Paul at WrestleMania teaming with The Miz, who and he impressed all of us for sure. Then, you know, great athlete, looks the part, and he gets the victory over The Miz. Although, you know who looked great? Whew, Maurice. God. 
Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And, and you, fucking beautiful. You know but, what also surprised me? Uh, is this what Tommaso Ciampa is? I, dude, I, I had no that, idea. That, that bummed me out. Like, I'm I like, know. really? This is what, like, because I, I know. thought, because like, remember that match against Valter where he, like, great. Like, yeah, he went toe to toe and was like a serious, you know. That was and, one of the best WWE matches of all of last year, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And then, like, now he's just some big. The, the Mrs. Patsy. Yeah. And I was just like, really? Like, uh, that, that bummed me out. Like, I mean, like, I didn't know because I again I don't watch the show, but uh, at least he's on he's on it, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. But, but 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 you bring him up to the main roster to do this. And that's yeah. a very Vincey thing, isn't yeah. it? So so with Vince gone and Gargano was one of Triple H's boys for sure, and he's still out there. And obviously the rumors have been about AEW, but I definitely think Tom or Tom I was about to say Tommy Gargano. <laughs> I bet I bet Johnny Gargano goes back now. And I think he because he and Champa were a tag team first, then they had the legendary singles feud. I just have a feeling he's coming back and that I hope that those two can get back together because yeah, Champa does not need to be the Miz's past. No, no, no. I thought I thought that was um sacrilegious, sacrilegious, you know. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. just but thought, I, yeah. the match itself was very good like yeah. logan paul is awesome i yeah, mean no he, no you know he, he he's he's meant for you know like yeah, I guess he meant, sh- meant, meant to be in a ring and do something no you know, doubt he, sort of thing. i feel like he should be a heel like he's more of a natural heel but man the way he was wrestling was definitely more baby face oh yeah going against the miz and i think the miz yeah. obviously you know like kind of also had a great match just like selling and just for being sure real. yeah no doubt but hell logan paul's strikes were like they seemed hard and like he was coming fast and furious with the overhand, some yeah. palm, some open fist. Yeah, obviously the Miz, you know, played his part expertly as he always does. He's so good. One of the best heels of the last 15 years, no oh, doubt. Yeah. And uh, but Logan Paul took some, I mean, obviously the big one's the frog splash on the announcer's table. I mean, that was yep. like, you know, that was I mean, a long way. When they I, showed I, that in slow-mo, it's like, wow. Yeah, that's impressive. Well, I remember they showed him getting up there, and then he, like, got up on the top rope, and I could see him be like, like, yeah. like, t- like take a deep breath. And I was yeah. like, dude, like, he's probably like, yeah, oh, you, my God. Like, yeah. I, you know. <laughs> Once you're up there and there's however many people were there, 60,000. And you have to clear, like, what, 10 feet, yeah. you know, between yeah. that and the announcer's table. You know, and then like like jump out and then come in. It was perfect, in. Well, perfect form. Yeah, yeah when they yeah. showed that on replay, like perfect form. Yeah, I mean that was flash. really that was really risky and impressive. And uh, not, not only that, remember as he was getting up, Maurice was kind of like fucking with him too. Oh, yeah. So it's like you got that, you know, real life. You got that to deal with, and then like, okay, I got to do this crazy move that I'm not really trained to do, and uh, yeah, he nailed it. And then earlier, remember, he hit just that moonsault off the apron, too. Like, yeah. that is not an easy thing to do, especially no. at his size. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's, what, got to be 6'4"? I mean, he's, yeah, yeah, pro- probably that. You know, And he's in great shape. He's obviously a really good athlete. Like, I never thought I'd be puffing up Logan Paul this much when I first heard about him. Like, no, I mean, like in COVID, I'm like, these Paul guys are clowns. They're oh, yeah. get these fuckers out of here. But, but I mean, you know, man. by virtue of them being legit boxers, I think correct. Like, th- 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 this is downstream from that. And I yeah. think it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I know Jake is brothers, like the more, I guess, quote unquote, decorated boxer. But I know Logan had two. Um, I mean, he, he fought Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, he fought Mayweather and what was, you know, I think kind of uh, a hoax to some degree. You know, I think he kind of like Floyd, like I didn't watch it, but I heard Floyd basically like let him hang around, but still impressive. And yeah, Logan, I think is definitely more like the personality. I, I don't even really know, but he has it, whatever it is, he's got it for WWE. Yeah. And I know he signed like a full-time deal. Yeah. So I don't know like if he's, so he's going to be a WWE guy. Yeah, I don't know if that's like full time as in every week, but he signed a contract with them. So what if Triple H just hates him and just just <laughs> lets him go back to YouTube? Yeah, you know? that'd be tight. Yeah. But yeah, good shit here. Um, fun stuff, and uh, I liked how he hit the Miz with the Miz's move to yeah. finish. Oh, we had the AJ Styles bit yeah. as well. Which again, at least that's a way to get him on the show. But like, um, like, did, did he have anything to do with the storyline? Or I have, you know? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. mean, but they said something because then 
uh, Paul did the phenomenal forearm off the rope, which is AJ's move. And then they're like, oh, maybe AJ Styles is the one who is training him. So maybe like that's where the story is going to build. That, that'd be a fun place for him to go. Yeah. You know, and you put so. him next to, you know, one of the best pure wrestlers ever, yeah. uh, obviously on the down end of his career. But yeah. if you're going to keep the guy a baby face, I think that's uh, a good a good route to go. Okay. The main event. Which uh, was light light years better than uh, the, Wrestle, the oh, WrestleMania yeah. one, and um, yeah, Roman Reigns yet again holds on after I guess today would be day six hundred and eighty one at least as a Universal Champ. Um, but yeah, this was fun. We had some uh, some tractor play. <laughs> oh yeah, all the, the the entire time, you know, yeah. that was the 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 sort of Damocles here, you know, kind of. Uh, Lesnar brought it in and then I did enjoy him just riding it so again from not having watched a lot of this run like but from seeing clips and some matches and just hearing people talk like this is probably one of the most entertaining run Brock Lesnar's ever had and I think it's because he's having fun yeah you know he's always someone who like Hadn't really embraced the business, was just there. He's a beast, you know. He's an up. MMA guy, right? Was he? Previously? Well, he was wrestling first and then yeah. he went to UFC and then yeah. came back. But he was always on record of like, you know, I don't really care about wrestling. I'm just here to cash checks, blah, blah, blah. But it feels like he's been having fun. And as he was riding that tractor down, he's just geeking out. And like, I, I don't know. I really liked that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I thought it was a lot of fun too. Yeah. And uh, you know, with Roman Reigns, that's the very like sort of serious, like, like this, you know, he's almost had the title for like two years now. And his entrance, I feel like took about 10 minutes. It was like an undertaker and just going so slow and then pause and then slow walk. And then like, once he was in the ring, it's just like, he was just standing there for two minutes, gets the mic. Nashville. What a summer slam. Acknowledge me. And then I put the figures up and it's another two minutes. It's like, all right, enough. So yeah. Yeah, And then Lesnar just kind of swooped in with that (laughs) tractor. He's like walking down and then they're like, where's he going? I was walking out to the ring. And then there's this big also shout out to Michael Cole. He was popping off all night. It's like, like I think they bleeped out when he said, God damn it. Yeah. 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 They, they, they had a little, um, like when he picked up the ring. Yeah. Obviously I'd seen that before watching the match, like knew it was coming, but that was pretty funny. Obviously when he, when he lifted him up into the thing, I don't even know what it's called. Oh, the, would, the, the, the front loader. Yeah, front loader. Like I, first, I, I know how to drive a tractor. Like fair, I'll say, yeah. I, I've, I've driven many tractors before. With old Reggie Rand, probably, Reggie right? Rand. Yeah, rest his soul, yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I've but, driven many tractors. But I like he was up really high, like a good... I don't know, five feet above the top rope. And I'm like, holy shit, if he drops him from that distance, that's going to hurt. But then, of course, like it lowered and he kind of just like tumbled out, like rolled out. Yeah, it kind of was a, you know, like I thought I thought I wondered if he was going to kind of like raise it and then like somehow like dump him like that. But but yeah, you know, like that that made things fun. And of course, the lifting of the ring, you know, was like a visual (laughs) sight to behold, too, because like everything got like twisted and gnarled. Yeah, the ring became unusable. And like it was like that for a while because I had thought like, oh, yeah, they're probably going to like back it up and like sit it back down to normal so they can like finish the match in the ring. Nope. You know, but no, they 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 let it be that sort of very warped kind of thing. And I I thought like visually that was interesting, you know, it kind of sure. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a pretty uh bold move ballsy move that's something that's never been seen you know like so the big show and lesnar in 2002 like that was the first time they broke the ring like it was a superplex and the whole ring like collapsed so they they've done like ring stunts before but this was a new one on me yeah and seeing reigns just like fall out oh yeah he really sold that really well yeah yeah great yeah and michael cole on commentary as well was good but uh so you had mentioned before we started recording you had texted that you did not like the ending so uh Eh, I I thought like considering everything that happened when the Usos came out and they all piled stuff on Lesnar it just seemed really sudden I was just like this is you know yeah it just kind of swooped in and then it just sort of happened you yeah, know, and it was like after it, like he kept he would get hit with the belt or the briefcase and yeah. like well, 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 yeah, and, and there was get up that. at nine and a half every yeah. time and, and, yeah. and I think like Austin Theory can contribute to that because they did tee it up earlier in the show. I did see that um, his match was right after uh, the Miz and yeah Logan against Paul. Booby. 
against Booby. Yeah. But like he uh like he was a total non factor. Like how yeah, many it was times like he... under five minutes, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and like he pretty much like hit Roman with the money in the bank briefcase. And yeah, he Lesnar... hit him first. Yeah. Yeah. And then Lesnar gave him the F five and he was pretty much a non factor after that. Has there like have has there been any money in the bank challenger to your recollection that has been this much of a like like where like their attempt to cash in was this? Yeah, you know, so it's happened uh, a lot over the years, actually, where you have where you tease it and they come out and something happens at the last second. Like you don't know this guy, but Damian Sandow uh, was his name. Like he ended up losing the briefcase, which has only happened a couple of times. Baron Corbin as well, but that's kind of been a gimmick is always been like, Oh, he's coming out, you know, he's going to cash in, but yet he doesn't. So yeah, like, and, that's and, been a would, thing. Yeah. And I would say usually it has like a hit rate, you know, usually like whoever's cashing it in is always going to kind of equal it. Like that's what you use it for. Yeah. You know? When they're at like their lowest. And, and, yeah, and, and you only have so many like fake outs and this was one of them. And I thought like that kind of added, you know, it didn't add too much to the match. I mean, it kind of, you know, was added to like a little bit of drama, but I don't know. I, I, I did like, like that. I, yeah. I liked when, so theory got the F five and then Reigns ended up getting his hand on the briefcase. And then I think he went over to theory and was fucking clobbering. Oh, yeah. with it. So he couldn't cash in. I thought that was funny. And then, yeah, he obviously unloaded on Lesnar like 10 times. Yeah. And yeah, the like burial with a table and chairs, like again, that's another trope. I think the the first time I can remember it was the big show and Alberto Del Rio in a similar last man standing match. And obviously big show, huge guy, like he like trapped him under the announce table and he couldn't get up. But I agree, like it after everything that had happened, after Lesnar had gotten up, what, like three or four times at yeah. nine and a half right there. It was very compelling. Cole was losing his mind. It's like, count faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, bit of a flat ending. Um, but I didn't think Roman was going to lose either. Yeah. Um, I think originally it was going to be Cody that beats him, and it still could be, but he's obviously going to be out for a little while. But, but it could also get hurt. Yeah, he tore his pec. Um, Yeah, and he actually wrestled with it at the Hell in a Cell, which was really good. But, yeah, he'll be out for a little bit. But he's got our old friend Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah, the castle. Yeah, Clash at the Castle or whatever. So it could very well happen there as well because I think that's in Wales, and he's obviously from Scotland. So um, we'll see, I guess. But – yeah, at least what we watched, pretty good stuff here at a SummerSlam. Um, you know, like I said, I may go back and watch some of the others. I may not. There's a lot of wrestling I got to catch up on. Um, yeah, so um, I guess, yeah, I got to catch up on. I know you don't really care, but we got one more G1 match. Got some stardom, must, some, must. some TJP dub. Oh, I know you had a lot to watch this week, but I didn't even think about sending you another G1 match. No, 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 send me one. Like, I I guess we could do for next week. Yeah. It's been, it's been good for sure, but it's just not the same with the four blocks and the schedule being weird. Like, it used to be you had your five A block matches one night and your five B block the next, and like you get to see everyone, but the schedule's just been too weird. But I'm still really enjoying it. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Well, Okay. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Out. I said interested to see how it pans out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still, I, I if I had to guess, maybe Naito wins because he got the early 2-0-2 hole and they've kind of been building it up as his last G1. Yeah. I'd love to see it. For now, I'll stick with my pick of Osprey. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, do you want to swing into a, uh, uh, let's talk some balls. If you haven't heard already, it's Smooth Sack Summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you've scaped your pubes. (laughs) Make sure you're scaped from pubes to bum. All the way. That's right. This is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leader in below the belt grooming is making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Dive headfirst into Smooth Sack Summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with our code BBB. Hey, Bo, tell them about 
what they can get to smooth their sack this summer. Talking points. Uh, The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Broxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. The shed. Yeah, the shed. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which you should know pretty well if you listen to this. Uh, yep. Features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accents thanks to their Banskin Safe technology. Um, it also has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, um, which can engage in a travel lock, and it gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a precise shave. Mm-mm-mm. And you know what's wild? Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? I don't think I've ever mentioned that before. No, I don't think so. Beach, lake, shower, or pond, or creek, or river, this razor will devour even the strongest cubes. Mm or swimming pool. Um, But now that you have the perfect haircut, use Manscaped's liquid formations to keep that freshness even at the hottest barbecues. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool in the heat. Use it. Use it with a soothing aloe vera formula. It's the best in the business for below the waist freshness. And this clear drying formula will keep looking good while smelling good. John Mm. Good. Mm. That's that's Moxley's real name. Mm -hmm. Um, Manscaped even threw in two two free gifts. (laughs) To the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag, which will bring your comfort to another level. Um, wearing sandals with some nasty toenails during the summer months, like me right now, uh, take a look at the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. Wow. Um, sounds interesting. The kit, So this kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. Wow. like Because, you know, I can use it for my mustache. Red. Um, yeah, with this performance package, including all the stuff we just read, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0. Uh, call us to action, Brady. Okay. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. You know it. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.c. It's smooth sack summer, boys and girls. Get on board or get left behind, and you know why. Because your balls will thank you. I learned French. Uh, the, the French are welcome in Montreal, and it's a... All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. Fight for the Fallen. Number 147, live from Worcester, Massachusetts, the DCU Center. Our good friends Azar and Big Mike Pellegrini were in attendance, and they got to see a pretty good show, didn't yeah. they, bud? Yeah, a good um, a good restoration of, like, you know, AEW, like subverting expectations and surprises that I think AEW's been lacking for a bit. Like, the show definitely had some... Uh, some uh, left turns. Uh, yeah, a little more, expected. little more pizzazz. Yes, pizzazz, pizzazz, pizzazz. Yeah, so we kick it off with John Good Moxley um, defending the AEW Interim World Championship against Roosh in 13 minutes 27 seconds by referee's decision. I love what I've seen from Roosh thus far. Yep. Um, Few matches here, one on the ROH pay-per-view last week against his brother Dragon Lee, which was really good. I'd only seen maybe one or two matches before this. The man hits hard. He's a uh, big guy. He, he's licking blood. You know, he got he like rubbed his blood on his Cause, face. Because Moxley's poor forehead. Like that thing gets <laughs> battered. It's you fucking know? graded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just really like Roosh. He's got a mean streak in him. Uh he's quick, he hits hard. Uh, but unfortunately he, uh, could not beat Mr. John Moxley, who's on a hell of a roll this year. Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah. What'd you think of the match? Yeah. I thought this was a great way to start things off. Like a good, like bloody Moxley match. I really like this title reign, you know, oh, yeah. like they're like, it's just like, you know, added a level of like grittiness and like somebody you can really pull for, you know, and like, sure you can pull for him, but like Moxley, there's like kind of something different. Um, you know, behind Moxley now, there's the whole like story of his recovery and stuff. And that now that he's sort of the second time champion, he's getting a, a second chance, you know, yep. um, and with yeah. people in the crowd, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of those all those things kind of coincide to make something that I think is really compelling that I think is going to build toward, a, a you know, I assume the CM Punk match at all out, you know, so uh-huh. something came out 
recently, I can't even remember that he had even said at something like an event that he's still like learning how to walk, I guess. Uh, And the injury was a little more serious than I think people thought. So all out likely probably not going to happen, but who knows? He could also be working people as well. Or or who do you think if it weren't him, who would it be at all? Would it be like maybe hangman gets another shot or I guess hangman did the thing with the young bucks when you're not to skip too far ahead, but yeah. Well, I mean, obviously he's got Jericho coming up in a couple. Well, so you didn't watch rampage. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you talk. um, Oh, uh, I, I I, I talked to Dr. McCoy. Um, before this, and yeah, he, he told me about this. So yeah, we get Yuda versus Jericho on Wednesday for the number one contender spot, which I'm sure Jericho is going to win. And it'll be cool to see Jericho Mox again because that's who Jericho dropped the belt to the first time. He hasn't wrestled him since, and that made a little more sense. You, I guess, did you not watch? You didn't see last week, did you? The Shark? No, Cage no, match? no. Like, like uh, yeah, I, I unfortunately didn't. So you know, Jericho was- won that match unfortunately, but this makes more sense now that he's challenging for the title. Basically, it was actually really funny. Uh, they had Anna Jay basically turn on Ruby. She joined the Jericho Appreciation. Yeah, yeah I, I thought she on the mic was just a little awkward. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, she's yeah, not you know. the best promo cutter, but, but hey, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. probably the first, like, true oh, big promo she's had. And, and I think they leaned into that because she was like, I'm going to kick your ass in your yeah, head. And then, yeah. like, and then what's his name uh, from 2.0? Uh, like, it was like, hey, uh, yeah. calm down, you know. Uh, <laughs> But so yeah. she had like joined with Ty Conti and Ty had the key to the shark cage and she couldn't get it open. <laughs> so all the dudes are literally like jumping out of the cage because there's like a an opening like this big. Yeah. It was hilarious. They're yeah. literally like because that was the story that she got him out and they went and attacked. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a mess. But um, and then eventually the Blackpool Combat Club came out. But Sammy, for whatever reason, wasn't in the shark cage. He came out and then interfered, and Jericho ended up getting in the win. Yeah. But anywho, um, it's kind of a shame because now I feel like Kingston's pushed back down a little bit. But yeah. Jericho Mox will be good. It, it's going to be the biggest plot match AEW's had in a while. Like Mox, <laughs> the, the, yeah, Mox is headed straight toward a big old plot match. And yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it's. It, it, um, oh no, I'm eager to see it because I mean, this is Jericho's first singles match in. Well, he had Eddie at uh, Revolution. Revolution. Yeah, yeah, they've been kind of doing team shit since then. I mean, he's been doing team stuff for like, you know, like the past year. Like maybe not since I've started watching because he had a lot of sync, but, you know. They've kind of, you know, been doing that. Which is but, I good, mean, which is what but, we but, talked about. Like, that's kind of probably for the best. But, yeah, this is a, a Quake by the, you know, so it's going to be a big Quake, TV show. Quark by the Lork. Quark by the Lork, the, the the big, you know, TV show in Morning Norpolis. And I'm excited. I think Yuta versus Jericho will be really good. And oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be there in Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Is that, is that, is that that's, this coming week? This Wednesday, yeah. God, yeah. I, I may see if I can work. Um, because that's when I work my teaching thing um, on Friday, yeah. and, and I'm not actually teaching; we're just prepping. So th- they're flexible. So I um, I'll look into it this week. I, I, for some reason, I thought it was two weeks away, but I can yeah. So it's in like after. four days. Yeah. Okay. Sick. But yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, Jericho had basically got off commentary right after the match and just challenged him, and uh, mm-hmm. that's that. So uh, should be fun. But yeah, I think Jericho will win. But it would be tight to see you to win and i know he's had a few matches with mox but that one in particular yeah. that super bloody one on rampage which is one of my favorite aew matches of the year wouldn't mind seeing it again but yeah. i think it's going to be jericho sure and then we have oh they announced trios titles which is uh something i wish would have happened before the all atlantic or the tbs championship but uh hey they're here there's too many belts now but it's fine i think these are belts that people wanted to see i know yeah yeah versus the all atlantic and you know all that yeah yeah. well at least the all atlantic like pack has been defending it he hasn't defended it in aew he's defended it three times like around the world so like that's in, cool okay. like if they're yeah. if they're no i saw that yeah i saw that little like video package there yeah about that. so that's cool they're at least doing something different with it right but uh so yeah trios titles and then we have the ftw championship ricky stocks defeats danhausen quickly uh danhausen always gets a big pop he's certainly fun Jobs um, out though he, you know, oh yeah, time. total jobber, but he's awesome. And then just like last week, Ricky Stocks is like, I got more in the tank. 
And who is it? None other than Hook. And Taz is losing it on commentary because he's like, I'm so conflicted. And uh, I figured they wouldn't have Hook lose here. I mean, and he didn't. I mean, it was pretty quick. But uh, I was surprised to see Ricky kind of lose that quickly. But, again, it makes sense. Well, he was was selling the neck injury a lot. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fans were losing it. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Um, And then after the break, we get a very interesting moment. And Starks is on the mic, which was cool and real passionate. And he's like, I want more than 30 seconds to talk to you all. Blah, 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 blah. And he's... I don't even remember what he said, but he was awesome. And then you remember Powerhouse Hobbs, right? Fucking yeah. just clobbers him, like hit him really hard. Yeah. Taz continues to lose it. Oh, my God, what the fuck? No, he, he was like, I, I think he didn't like it either. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, number I guess two. He, number two. So I think he, 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 it seems like he's going to kind of move away from kind of like managing that and like let I think that team sort of. Taz, I think that kind of killed team Taz is done, you know? Yeah. You've yeah. got Hook now on his own. You've got Ricky on his own. It was a hell of a run for Team Taz, for real. Like, I yeah. thought, you know, they were always entertaining. They were always fun. I thought this little run stock, stocks. Yeah. <laughs> Starks and Hobbs have had as a tag team was great. Right. <laughs> you know, they had some pretty good matches, but uh, it's over. And now we get to see Ricky as a baby face. And I think he's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, he should be a future world champ. Hell yeah. <laughs> now i'm excited I'm, I'm excited to see that too yeah i'll be interested to see the fallout obviously these two are gonna have a singles match at some point um mm-hmm. and yeah it's gonna be good stuff and then we get everybody's favorite sammy guevara and his really not annoying girlfriend ty conti against uh dante martin with sky blue in tow who is i believe his real life girlfriend um yeah fun match flippy flippy fast uh, airy real airy yeah 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 you know, airy, when, when he yeah. had that big string you know up the top rep he uh god he floats don't he uh, he really he does, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah real springy air yeah. i like airy yeah i mean there were moments where like kind of the match stopped where like sammy like walked out you know there was kind of you know he walked up oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah except the opposite he walked out and yep. uh you know, I, I didn't know if this match needed that so much. I guess they want to, you know, let, let him do like heel stuff, but I don't know. Like, I think this could have sufficed in the ring between two guys who are really good athletes. Yep. I don't disagree. And there was the, hold on. Oh, my shit's unplugged. Oh, no. There we go. No, we're right, good. Right, let me tell you what happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so Donnie Martin walked up and Sammy, he was like, oh, uh, Sammy, uh, you know, uh, I got this new girlfriend and uh, your girlfriend uh, called her a hoe and uh, that's a big no-no. And, uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and then, and then the match was over. Yep, that was it. <laughs> that's that. And yeah. apparently Dante had suffered a legit knee injury. Yeah, no, I, yeah, he, he, he did come up awkward. He still did, like, some like stuff with it, which like, you know, on one foot, that's pretty amazing. But yeah, that sucks. Like, cause his brother is, uh, he's been perpetually hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So did he get hurt again? He was in like a car wreck. So he like oh. came back briefly and got in a car accident. Yeah. So that's a shame. Yeah. But post-match we had Ty beaten sky blew up and then Anna J came out and then Ruby Soho, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz came out to make the save. So yeah, it's like Eddie, had been on, you know, such a focal point recently. He loses this match, and then now this is what he's relegated yeah, to. Yeah, and, like, exactly. on Rampage, he was just with Ruby. And, again, he'll be fine, and he'll get back over. But yeah, yeah. That's, I just thought Kingston should have won that feud. And, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I agree, too. You know, what's but, the point? Um, oh, so then there are a couple interviews, blah. And then we have Jungle Boy coming out. So before that, obviously, you didn't see last week, but you saw the recaps. So they had Luchasaurus, like, kind of feign to go attack Jungle Boy, and then he turns and rejoins with him, and Christian loses it. So I want to touch on that first. Mm -hmm. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. No, 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 no. Like I said, I think, like, you know, I guess Luchasaurus was sort of like a mole or a secret, you know, like a a covert operative. Yeah, and it's just like. I would I have know. he. I would have been much happier if he was heel. Stayed with like 
now like jungle boy should be on his own doing single shit like they've already done everything they can do as a tag team i yeah. was way more interested in luchasaurus as Me this too. dark murderer yeah with, like, I, I, I was just kind of shocked Christian's to see that bidding yeah but, like it was much like whenever he turned heel i was like when did this happen and why and how you yeah. know and with this like it was i'm just sort of like okay you know it was I guess similar it's to like when dante martin joined team taz and then like two weeks later turned on ricky so it's yeah. like come on I just really wanted to see them separate, but whatever. As long as, like, they just don't need to be doing tag team shit anymore. And I think Luchasaurus would have benefited significantly from being on his own or with Christian, you know, like doing his bidding. Yeah. Uh, But still, this was a really good promo. Jungle Boy's gotten a lot better at talking. Called Christian a pussy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just was was straight up about it. Yeah. Said something like his bitch ass. Yeah, well, you know, he just has, has the much more yelly, like gravelly thing that you, you're supposed to have in wrestling when you talk, you know, just a scratchy, you know, screamy, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And uh, yeah, you know, like I said, I thought he, he he sounded good. Ripped on Christian for getting a divorce, which yeah. no one, I guess that was like, no one really knew. So yeah, uh, yeah it was good. Um, and it, I would guess they'll probably save this match for all out i mean we're yeah. hell we're only like just over a month away at this point so. sure yeah no that'll be a pretty exciting one that I should be say. good that should be good oh and then yeah and then we had the young bucks hangman kind of tease um what was it like hey, it was hangman's birthday and they were saying happy birthday and then the dark order came and like oh we got you in this gift blah 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 but so they've been teasing this on being the elite as well like yeah. the young bucks and hangman getting back together rumors have been swirling that Kenny's going to be back for all out again, who knows what's real, what's not the undisputed elite is back on TV this week. So Cole O'Reilly and fish who've all been out. So that's something, you know, could they be building towards them versus the bucks and Kenny or the bucks and hangman for the trios titles? Possibly. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting stuff coming up here. And Hangman definitely needs something to do. You oh, know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like he it's... needs a meaningful storyline again. And obviously, whenever Kenny comes back, he's going to be put. And you know, I'm sure they're building towards Kenny Cole at some point because there's a lot of history there all around. Yeah. But then we have my boy Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nice against Swerve Strickland. Fun little, you know, comedy uh, handicap yeah. match here. Uh-huh. Uh, Sterling's always fun when he's been in the ring, just being a clown, dressed like a clown. Yeah, um, they look like but, American gladiators. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there wasn't really too much to this here. I mean, no, not it, really. It was what it was. It was fine. Um, Oh, but we did have after the match, we had uh, backstage Josh Woods, who was a former Ring of Honor guy, took out Keith Lee. So that's something. Um, I guess Woods is aligned with Smart Mark and Tony Nese. Um, So my guess is Woods and Sterling will likely, <laughs> Woods and Nice will likely challenge for the tag do, titles. Do you think when they stage these like back out or these backstage knockouts, um, that like, you know, like, like um, Josh Woods doesn't really like, you know, try to like hit Keith Lee. They're like, all right, you lay over here. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. in the stage, they're like, all right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. You know, haven't really yeah. thought about like, that. It's but more like drama club. Yeah. It'd yeah. be tight if they did actually they like did, do it. Because I'm thinking because like, it's not like in the arena, you can see it. You yeah. Know, it's like all sure. like, yeah, back there. So it's like, all right, ready? One. All two, right, three. Keith, time to lay down. Yeah. Play that. Josh, you stand here. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. that's what happens. But yeah. definitely an interesting. Because uh, Keith Lee just was like super knocked out. It looked yeah. like he was asleep. Yeah. You know, it looked like he was drooling or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then yeah, Josh Woods just standing there over top of him. But yeah, yeah, some some development there. So that's something. Yeah. Then we have the rematch between as Thunder Rosa defeats Miyu Yamashita to retain her AEW Women's World Championship. And this one just felt off a little bit. I, I liked their match in Japan last month a lot better than this. It wasn't bad, but I feel like Yamashita in the early part like was almost like a little nervous, it yeah. seemed like. And just things weren't really clicking. I thought it got a lot better in the second half, but... Just kind of we were talking about earlier, Thunder Rosa's 
uh, title reign has been a bit of a yeah, blah. Bit, been of a bit of a bust. You know, she needs like a good rival, and they just have not been able to adequately like build anybody up. Like the Tony Storm match was solid at Forbidden Door, but yeah. not great. And they've and, been tagging those yeah. two. So yeah, I don't know what. And, and I feel like All Out's got to honestly be close to the last chance for them. Yeah. You know, like it's pretty much like I don't think her reign's going to last until full gear. Like maybe. I mean, and they've been uh, still feuding with like Brit. You know, yeah. like there, it's thunderstorm against Brit and Jamie Hayter this Wednesday. So yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know what they're doing. You yeah, know, I don't so, want to see Brit and Thunder Rosa again. Yeah. So you know, like, like I, yeah, I I, they need to figure something out quick because, like I said, it, you know, especially it paled in comparison to Bianca and Becky, and just not even knowing that story, like uh, you could just already know. You you oh, just kind of night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've said before, like I'd love to see Chris Statlander get in the mix, turn, even if she turns heel, like, she's awesome. You know, she's been kind of in this feud with Jade and the baddies, I guess. So, obviously, yeah. she's not going to be her now, but that's what I'd like to see at some yeah. point. But, yeah, it's I agree. the women's division has always been very, like, one step forward, two steps back type of deal. I mean, yeah. there's been good stuff, but just haven't been able to consistently been good. Yeah. So, we get the comeback – of Brian Danielson, and he's defeated by Daniel Garcia in 17 minutes, 12 seconds by referee decision. I yeah. fucking love it for yeah. once, a real upset, even though there was it was a little chicanery, but that's what heels do. Yeah, yeah. That, that, we that, got that, a legitimate, yeah. surprising upset. No, 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 really surprising. Like, obviously, I guess, like, when you look at it from the aftermath of major overputting match, you know, like that's the purpose no that this that this clearly served, you know, um, but still crazy that like it actually came to pass. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised. Like, why not do this more? You know, this doesn't hurt Brian Danielson at all. And I mean, I know he's just coming back and they played that brilliantly into the story of the match and him working on the neck and everything like, you know. Danielson's selling in this was unbelievable because yeah. it was one of those like you don't is he really hurt is he really fucked up but uh he's just incredible comes back doesn't miss a beat you know he's easily top five in the world right now if not top three I recently did fill out like a list of who I thought were the best wrestlers in the world not my favorite and I think I had him at four so I had Okada one Will Ospreay two Jay White three um fucking who are we just talking about <laughs> Danielson, Danielson four, yeah and I don't even remember five at this point but yeah. yeah unbelievable and yeah Garcia incredible as well like god damn he's awesome he had a great match against Yuta at the ROH show he lost but yeah he was relentless in this he he's just such a good I want to say wrestler but he's a sports entertainer yeah, um, he is. <laughs> but, yeah, and yeah. the Jericho is really popping off on commentary here. Yeah, of he, course. And he had a big presence because they had a jazz promo and they had the thing. Like, you, this was a big show for him, plot show. Yeah, yep, I yep, mean. yep. But, yeah, so, um, you know, Danielson was obviously fighting from underneath the whole time. Underdog, you know, just incredible action down the stretch. And then, yeah, you see a hand pop up from under the ring, kind of grabs his leg. And then Garcia puts him in the sharpshooter and he pulls the Bret Hart or the Stone Cold from WrestleMania 13 and passes out. And uh, that's that. And uh, I loved it. I fucking loved it. Me too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is um, subversion of expectations uh, successful. Yeah. They'd had a match earlier this year. I can't remember if it was Dynamite or Rampage. It was solid. I think I went like three and three quarter stars, but I was four and a half on this. I thought it was excellently worked the story was amazing selling was amazing and give it the bump for that upset because god damn it you know i've been calling for that for years yeah 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 so so now they finally you know they've done I, one you yeah, know. yeah obviously yeah. there's been other little upsets but like this one so often this show is just so predictable so chalky especially on like the weekly tv like yeah I bet if I predicted every match, I would not just me, many would get like 95 plus percent. Right. Right. But yeah, this was, this ruled, yes. give me more of it. And um, I'm excited to be there next week. It'd oh, be yeah. tight if you can join. And if not, we got quark by the lork in a couple of weeks, which I'm sure will be a pretty loaded show. It seems. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
It will be. No, it's um, like AEW get a shot in the arm this week that I think they need. And I think the Mox championship reign, you know, um, also a good shot in the arm too. So yeah. Now and that, I now think, that, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's what I was saying. It just kind of, there's a lot of meandering kind of after the hangman stuff. And now I think we've, you know, got a, got a steady stream of, of intrigue and, and yeah. storylines and, and shit like all outs right around the corner. So, and with forbidden door happening, like I, I think typically the longest time in between pay-per-views is between double or nothing and all mm-hmm. out, but because forbidden door happened, that's like, all right, we're right there. So I assume over the coming weeks, we'll be seeing the card kind of come together, but yeah, like for example, who Moxley's challenger is going to be, I'm guessing they're probably waiting and hoping that it can be CM Punk. So they'll have him beat Jericho. And then by that point, like maybe they'll know. And if it's not CM Punk, they're going to have to set up another challenger pretty quickly. Yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing Miro. Um, I think that would be an awesome match. Miro versus Mox. Um, I think that could definitely happen. But yeah. But we'll see. Um, You got anything else to add before we wrap her up? Uh, I guess one thing, uh, yeah, to, 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 to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, one thing I, you know, Ricky Stark's music, the, dun, 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 you know, that thing, yeah. um, it, the revolution I, will be televised. I, I finally realized what it reminded me of this week, you know, in return of the Jedi, not the, um, normal one, but the special edition one in Jabba's palace, you know, when they have that band that plays, I, it's been a long time yeah, since yeah. I've it, seen it, the special it, it, edition. It, but... It's a it's a terrible song, but it has yeah. the same horn thing. We'll we'll put it at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I guess a little tee up to next week. Uh, Story time. It's going to be pretty good. Story I guess time. I should have said that up front, but yeah, got a big one next week here for you. Story time. Story time. Story time with Belmont Rand. All right. You know, Adam Cole's always like it's story time with Adam Cole, baby. Uh, story time with you with us with the time. boys yes big time time to go back in time yes bye bye all right here's that song